There's a particular passage in Ezekiel that makes, always makes me a little bit uncomfortable. So the Lord is talking to Ezekiel and telling him kind of a little parable about a watchman who sees the enemy coming to the city but doesn't tell the city. So if that city falls, he says, the blood of that city is on the watchman because he didn't tell. But if the watchman tells, then he's off the hook if the people don't do anything about it. He gave this illustration to Ezekiel as a way of motivating him to share the message of the Lord with the people, that judgment is coming, and that it was his responsibility as a watchman to share that, to tell them. So for me, as a Christian, we also know that judgment is coming, that God is going to come one day and judge. So I'm thinking to myself, does that mean that all the people, if I don't tell people about this, that their blood is on my own head? Makes me a little bit uneasy. This brings up the subject of fraternal correction. It's a holy calling. It's an obligation of all believers. St. Thomas Aquinas taught that all Christians are commanded to speak the truth when someone is in error. Maybe someone has a theological error, maybe about the Eucharist or the Blessed Mother or the Divinity of Christ, or maybe it's a moral error. You know, maybe it's something like uh, contraception or abortion or uh, sex outside of marriage, something like that. So you and I, as Christians, according to the teaching of the church, have a most holy obligation when there is error to correct that. However, there is a right way to do this in a wrong way. So I'd like to share with you the correct way to fraternally correct someone else. Okay? So our Lord is very helpful in this in the gospel reading today. He mentions this when he talks about helping your brother who's got a speck in his eye. He says the first thing you need to do is to remove the log out of your eye. If you have some issue, especially if it's the issue that you're trying to help your brother with, and you haven't taken care of your own issue first, don't say anything. You don't have any authority, right, to correct on that point. St. Uh, Isidore, he would say, he that is subject to vice should not correct the vices of others. Maybe you've heard people who say, do as I say, not as I do. Right? This is what our Lord is saying not to do. Don't follow that philosophy. You don't have any right to say anything about anybody else until you've taken care of your own issue, right? Until you've taken care of that log out of your eye. Sometimes uh, someone will come to me and say, Father, you know, I've got this problem with judgmentalism. I'm judgmental toward other people. I think judgmental thoughts, sometimes those thoughts slip out into my words. This is, this is my sin. Uh, you know, and I, I struggle with it. And Oftentimes, what I'll say, my reply to this is, you realize that your sin of being judgmental, that pride from which that judgmentalism comes, looking down on others, is probably far worse in God's eyes than that little speck, that thing you're judging in somebody else. That's a log. It's a big log that you need to worry about far more than maybe with these other things that other people are doing that are bothering you. Our Lord would say, before you correct your brother, before you help your brother out with some issue that he has, your sister, you need to remove the log 
from your eye first. Look to yourself first. Um, so important. That's the beginning. Next, St. Thomas Aquinas teaches when you are exercising fraternal correction, if you're doing it in charity, then there are times when it is okay to omit the correction or to delay the correction, depending on the situation. He says that uh, you know, if you correcting that person is going to make him worse, going to make the problem even, you know, uh, even worse, then it's better not to correct in that situation. It's not charitable. It's okay to admit a correction if it's not going to be helpful to that person. So don't say anything in that situation. Uh, if you fear that your correction is going to... Um, make the person even turn away from the faith, then omit it. You know, uh, St. Augustine uh, talked about this. For example, if, if uh, you have a family member, they're not, they're not showing up for Mass, and you go to them and you tell them, listen, don't you know that uh, you know, giving the first and best part of your week in outward and public worship is an obligation? I mean, God's given us all this, this, this earth and everything else, and, and you're foregoing it. Don't you know this is a grave sin? This is a serious sin? You'd end up, you know, being damned for all eternity. And you know that your family member is not going to be able to hear that. That it's not going to be helpful. That's going to push them even further away from the church. Uh, both St. Augustine and St. Thomas Aquinas would say, in that situation, it's going to make the situation worse. Omit the correction out of charity, out of love for that person. Uh, Solomon said the same thing. He says, do not reprove a scoffer or he will hate you. Okay? So there's certain situations, it's better to omit or to delay it if the person can't hear you. Or maybe you need to uh, delay it because of your own issues. Maybe you're feeling frustrated, really angry with a person. It's not the time to correct. Wait till, you know, don't say anything. Um, take some time by yourself, go pray. Uh, wait till the anger is away to be able to say anything. Some people will say, well, you know, I'd like to, I need to use my anger for that energy because I know if I don't say it when I'm angry, I'm not going to say it at all. Better not to say it at all in that situation because your anger can cause far more damage. If you say something in anger, uh, I can pretty much guarantee you that the person is most likely not going to be able to hear you. It's not going to be helpful. So delay. Our Lord would say too, that uh, when exercising paternal correction, you need to consider the place that you're doing it, the context. He said that if your brother, if you have an issue with your brother, you should take him aside, just the two of you. If you confront him publicly, you know, it's going to be, uh, he's going to feel like you're shaming him, he's going to be defensive, not going to take your correction very well. But if you take him aside with gentleness, with charity, with love, he perhaps can hear it at that point. So when you're exercising fraternal correction, you've removed the log out of your eye, and now you're going to go help your brother, your sister, take that little speck out of her eye. Um, make sure that, that, that she can hear you first. Delay it as needed, based on your own anger, your own issues, and then do it in private. This is the proper way, the charitable way to correct. However, I would say that don't take that as a temptation to simply never correct or to push this aside. Uh, 
and to excuse yourself from this most holy obligation of fraternal correction. St. Thomas Aquinas, again, is helpful in this situation. He says that it is a grave sin if you know that your correction can be helpful to that person, they can be open to receiving it, and yet you omit it out of fear, fear of your, of your life even, or fear of what other people will think, fear of awkwardness, all these sorts of things. He says that if you omit a fraternal correction in this situation, this is a grave sin, potentially a mortal sin. This is the sin that the church teaches uh, separates you from God for all eternity, unless you get it forgiven, unless you get it taken care of. It's very serious. It's a serious obligation uh, to, to, to exercise uh, fraternal correction. However, if you're not quite sure that the person would be open to receiving it, and out of charity you omit it in that situation, because you're not quite sure, you're maybe a little bit afraid you won't be able to receive it, uh, you think it might be helpful, but you're just not quite sure. In that situation, St. Thomas Aquinas says that that would be a venial sin if you were to omit it. I would encourage you to be courageous uh, and to take risks sometimes if you think the person would possibly be open to this. Do this with charity. St. Thomas Aquinas says if you omit it in that situation, it's just a venial sin, not a mortal sin. So as we're entering into this season of Lent, this preparing to enter into this Wednesday, this season of renewal, a time when we're correcting our own lives, I would encourage you to uh, be willing to practice that spiritual act of mercy, of um, fraternal correction, helping others out in this way. But be careful when you're doing this. Make sure you've taken care of your own issues. Uh, make sure you're doing this in charity, fullness of charity. Uh, that's actually going to be helpful to the person. But then be motivated by the, don't put it off completely. If it's necessary, the person's going to be open. But be willing to have courage to bring this up in love. And of course, I know as you're practicing this, be open yourself, especially during Lent, coming up here, to that correction. It's not easy to be corrected by another person. It's hard. I struggle with it. Um, but be open to that. Proverbs 9.8 says, Reprove a wise man, and he will love you. So be thankful for this gift, this spiritual uh, act of mercy, of fraternal correction, of helping one another to grow in the faith, especially as we prepare to enter this season of Lent. That God may be glorified. Amen.